to another episode of Podcast versus Podcast, the podcast pitching show where we each pitch a podcast and then vote to see which one of those podcasts will win and become the new show we're doing. Uh, that That's pretty much the whole show, right? That's pretty much what we do. It's essentially the whole show. Uh, my name is Eric Ivanovich. I am Joseph Stilwell, Joseph. filling in for Pierce Ray. That's right. Pierce, Pierce Ray. Uh, Pierce who, Ray. Who's not Pierce here right Ray. now. He's on a quest, and I wish him best of luck. Yeah. Uh, but luckily I have Joe here instead to fill in. Yay! Uh, I want to pitch a podcast to you, Joe. Pitch me a podcast, Eric. Last night, I was watching a movie called Inception. Oh, ho, ho. So I've seen it before. The first time I watched it, I didn't really like it. Right. It was okay. This time, I, I liked it significantly more, maybe because I already knew what was going on. Okay. Um... <clears throat> But I still feel like we could improve it a lot because it's right. uh, what a lot of people have pointed out is like uh, expository, a lot of exposition, which is tricky because um, it's a weird. Well, it's world. like a weird science fiction movie with a bunch of. There's a bunch of rules that you got to learn. Yeah, like a whole bunch about like the way dreams work and how it all slows down the deeper you go into dreams yeah. and the drugs that they use to put people to sleep. So very yeah. complicated yeah. movie. Um, I think that we could iterate on it. So I'm proposing a podcast called Inception Two. Inception Two. Um, so we would be now the the podcast isn't the sequel to Inception, but we would be creating the sequel to Inception. So like writing the, the script to start. Yeah, we would start off with not even just writing a script. We'd be just throwing ideas Throwing around, ideas, okay. Yeah. Bouncing them off the walls. We'd say stuff like, let's do Inception 2. That's just like Inception, except they don't explain anything. So there's no exposition. But if they don't explain anything, how does the audience know what's going on? Here's the thing. They already saw Inception 1. They don't... Oh! Right. So they know all about it, right? Well, the my only problem with that is what if we want to introduce a new rule? We can explain that. That'll be for episode two. We'll consider new rules to the okay. Inception so universe. Episode one would just right. be like like blue sky in it, throwing stuff up on the wall, right. making like a crazy pin board on Instagram. We'll take or, every... on, pin, on Pinterest, <laughs> not not Instagram. We'll take a picture of it and put that on Instagram. Yeah, exactly. Uh, to And we'll take everything that we didn't like, we didn't love. About Inception 1, and we'll improve it for Inception 2. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay. For example, yeah. let's get Leonardo DiCaprio out of there. Let's get someone yeah, 100%, else. 100%. As a star. So, who do you want? Who um, do you Just throw out names. First name that comes to Ellen mind. Page should be the star. Ellen Page should be the star? Ellen... I, I was hoping to throw out Ellen Page, too. I like Ellen Page. Here's, here's the thing let's throw out Ellen Page's character. Ellen Page comes back as Dominic Cobb. Okay, sweet. As, I'm down for this. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, as what's his name? Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. But think about other things, right? Some of the CGI now looks beautiful, but it is eight years old now. That's true. So we'd have to update the CGI. Redo the CGI. Yeah. Make it modern. Okay, yeah. Modern CGI. Yeah. Okay, I like that. Um, Personally, uh, I was a really big fan of The Chemist. Okay. Uh, He's not in the movie a lot, is he? No, he isn't. He's And he's sort of like in it. He's sort of more just there to provide exposition. Yeah. I was hoping to make him like a major character. Major character. Like, I think he should just be in every scene in the movie, even if it doesn't make sense. Right. Okay. Again, um, these are just, I'm just throwing out ideas. We don't have to keep anything. We can improve them later. Well, here's the thing. Like, like you said, we're just throwing them up on the wall, seeing what sticks. A lot of these scenes are in dreams. It doesn't have yeah, to make sense. Exactly. So he can be in every scene and there can be like, yeah, it can be funny or it can be sad or it can just be nonsensical, but it's right. a dream. 
It's who cares? It's a dream. Well, and that's another thing I was gonna say is yeah. I don't want any of it to take place in reality. That's those were the worst parts. Of I know Inception. they were the boringest parts because there were no snowmobile chases, there were no impossible physics, there wasn't any ninja fights. He's just like in a plane, like just talking, just in a plane. Like, blah blah blah, right. blah blah blah. So yeah, like get rid of those scenes. Have the whole thing take place in dreams. Right now, for continuity and for like. Uh, connecting the scenes together they are going to have to wake up and go to sleep at some points but we just don't show it it's yeah just we a black just, screen. They just they say like oh we're going to wake up now and black screen and then back into the next dream it's black screen for as long as they would be awake and then and then you get to see again when they're dreaming yeah for sure um well like that's that's the other thing so we'd have to we'd have to really like like minimize how much time they spend awake like maybe the whole reason they don't spend much time awake and mostly in dreams is because now they're addicted to dreaming. So they can't leave the dreams unless they really have to. Yeah. Like the, the stove, they forgot the stove is on. Yeah. And they're like, fuck the stove is on. Yeah. I can smell burning in the dream. It's like a giant dragon is breathing fire in my face. <laughs> yeah. But I know it's just the stove. Cause I know I'm in a dream. Oh yeah. That's another thing. More fantasy elements in the dreams. Oh yeah, for sure. Their dreams now, impossible physics that's cool yeah. um the uh the, the way that they're like when they're rolling in the van the gravity shifts around that's cool yeah. there's no dragons no gremlins yeah. there's no wizards very few paladins very few paladins there's no there's not even any doppelgangers no i know there should be tons of doppel there should be an army of doppelgangers right that could be the climax of the film is them having to fight an army of doppelgangers that keep changing into eat them extremely mm. frustrating it's yeah. Um, what's another thing? Well, um, since we're since we're discussing fantasy elements, I'd like some yeah. more sci-fi elements. Okay. Like uh, maybe some flying cars. Right. Um, robots. I would prefer if the robots were benevolent, not malevolent. I'm tired of malevolent robots. And right. You want friendly robots. Yeah, you friendly want like, like the uh, the the moon robots. Yeah, the moon robot would be perfect. Yeah. So like a couple of those moon robots, some fly, and I would accept one flying car. Yeah. <clears throat> One would be fine. Yeah. And then, like, uh, a lot of, like, cyberpunk haircuts. I think everybody should have a cyberpunk haircut. <laughs> yeah. Again, we're just throwing things against the wall. We can always take things out later. But everyone should have, like, pink mohawks. Right. Green half side of head shaved. Like, tattoos on the head. Like, I just really like the cyberpunk aesthetic. But only for costumes, right? That's yeah. You don't, want to, you don't want it to be, like, thematically No, I don't want it to take cyberpunk. over the whole movie. Yeah. I just want them to dress... Like they just discovered Neuromancer for the first time in <laughs> yeah. college, and now they're obsessed with it. Yeah, you want you want one <laughs> you want one person on the team to think it's a cyberpunk movie. Yeah, and then the rest are just like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, I I here's the thing. My biggest problem, I think, with with the first Inception is so there's this uh, a metaphor basically, like an an illusion, an allegory. I don't know. The people on the team, on Cobb's team, represent, like, the, the the team members who are making a movie, right? So Ellen Page is supposed to represent the screenwriter. She's, like, oh, writing really? the scenarios. I didn't yeah. know this. The guy, the British guy who, like, the forger or whatever, he's representing the actor. He becomes these different characters. Right, okay. Um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is the producer because he's just, like, putting it all together. And he's complaining about everybody. And he's That's complaining about everybody. Yeah um dom is the director because he has his thing he's 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 got the vision yeah he's bringing it okay um pointless what does it add to the movie you didn't even know it was there i didn't i didn't notice it i've watched that movie three (laughs) times 
I watched take it, it three out. times and I didn't even think about it that way. So pointless. Boo! Take it out. That's Bullshit. Good. We take that out. Yeah, we're taking that out. I'm gonna write this down. <laughs> okay, it's okay. in. It's in there. It's okay. Um, I think that's pretty much that's that's basically what we would do that's every a good episode. Start. I mean, that's a really good start. We've got a bunch of ideas. Yeah, episode we two, liked. we would start cutting out the bad ideas. Yeah, like... Because uh, a lot of the things that we yeah. said are dumb, like your <laughs> cyberpunk thing. And, uh, and like, the fantasy elements. We the fantasy elements. We don't need... We, we can have <laughs> one fantasy sense. element maximum. Um, and the, I think I want to bring back the... Uh, the more I think about it, the allegory of, like, the different roles in making a movie. I think we should bring that back just to please the original... The fans <laughs> of the original movie. I think that we would have argument there, because I, I will refuse to well, bring that back. I know, but I really want the cyberpunk thing, and they say, kill your darlings. <laughs> right, okay. So we're going to have to kill some darlings. Okay. In episode two. But we're not there yet. And I think... Um, as we're building this movie, right, every yeah. episode we're cutting more changes that we wanted to make, um, altering other things. And by the end, we'll have just basically the first Inception exactly how it is. And yeah. we'll realize that the the improvements to Inception were in ourselves yeah, all along. All along. Yeah. Um, and I, th- I th- think that that's a very beautiful sentiment. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. So that's pretty much it, right? That's all, yeah. So that's your pitch. That's my pitch, yeah. Okay. Uh, not sure how I feel about that, but, um, <laughs> I think it could work. I think there's some really good things there. Like when I came up with ideas and there were some not great parts, like when you came up with ideas, yeah, I had some that didn't but, make uh, a lot of sense. Well, yeah, most of them, if not all of them, but, um, <laughs> but I think, I think it could work. Uh, but let's just get through my pitch and then we'll decide. And then we'll come back to it. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so, um, I haven't watched the movie Inception in like four years. Yeah. I think that was the last time I watched it when I was still really into Christopher Nolan's films. Um, so I think what I'd like to do is is uh, uh, pitch you a podcast where called uh, Nolan Town, where we just uh, watch Christopher Nolan movies, talk about them, talk about what we would have done different, and then that would be it we wouldn't actually do anything about that we would just sort of like criticize his movies okay and it would start with inception because i haven't seen that one but i really like the prestige so we could rewatch that one maybe we could revisit his old work why not just do them in order so like that sounds dumb like (laughs) out of order is the best way to go especially like i've i haven't seen some of his movies so i'd rather watch the ones i've seen but okay in a while first so that you're not super familiar with but i think we should go in order of goodness Okay, so we start uh, with then, Interstellar. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Interstellar is the worst Christopher Nolan movie. Um, Interstellar is one of the best movies of all time. No, it's not. Don't no, at me. <laughs> Don't at you. I'm adding you right now. At Eric Yovanovich, Christopher Nolan's Interstellar is a piece of shit, <laughs> and you should be ashamed of your opinion of liking it. Truly love that movie. That's... Fantastic. Too long. Major step down to Overly the next. Overly preachy. No. Not preachy Very enough. That's my only. Preachy. That's my only problem uh, with it. Matthew McConaughey did not say "all right, all right, all right." Therefore, making it the worst Matthew McConaughey movie. He says "all right" three times in the movie. He just doesn't say them all in yeah, one scene. Yeah, but that's. I need that. That's. I can't get off unless he says it three times in a row <laughs> in one line. Okay, that that's okay, a good so, point. Yeah. So the, those. So are the those things... are my two criticisms of the movie. Yeah. Not preachy enough, and Matthew <laughs> McConaughey doesn't say "all right, all right, all right." That's those are good criticisms of that yeah. movie. Except for the not preachy enough, I found it was too preachy. Those are my criticisms of that movie. Um, 
it's so there would be like nine episodes now. how many movies does he have well i think ideally we'd only release one episode every couple of years so he would be able to catch up and we'd never run out of christopher Nolan. but he's got like what 12 movies now so he's got like th- we could go back and revisit three batmans three batmans um uh, he's got one from before memento that i don't remember what it's called yeah it was um well he's got like three or four before memento doesn't he no no yeah he has at least one before memento we can watch that. We he has he also like is producer on some things that he's so not we a can include that stuff yeah. and then maybe we could do all of Jonathan Nolan's stuff too like person of interest. Sure, it's called Nolan Town, uh, right? Yeah, not, Nolan Town, okay, not yeah. Christopher Nolan Town. Right. Uh, so uh, yeah, that would be good. Is we person could... of interest. No, wait. Yeah, is that the one thing? of the Nolans created that? Is show. person of interest the one where they have like a secret lab? With cameras on every person in the world. No, yes, kind of. It's like a show about this guy who's created an AI that that like fight like that solves crimes before they happen, basically, right? I don't think it's before they happen. I think some of it is. I think that's the point. Is it's like it's supposed to be sort of this like it 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 appears it's just another police procedural with like a minor sci-fi element, but it's actually talking about like like. If we okay. use computers to fight crime and sort of like, what does that mean for people? Uh, okay. So it's... I watched one episode of it and it was one of the worst things I've ever seen. <laughs> but I was I didn't, also... I didn't say it was successful. At it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I I didn't understand. I mean, I guess I watched one episode in the that middle was, of I the I watched season. in the middle and like, I think, I know like there's a lot of hardcore fans of that show. Okay. And you're like, a lot of them say like, no, you have to watch the whole thing. But the problem is it does look like another CSI, basically. Like, everything, even the cast yeah. and, like, the way they shoot it and the dialogue, like, it sounds like, like a CSI or, like, a police procedural. It does. It did feel a lot yeah. like that. And that's yeah. what they're doing is they're trying to, they were trying to make a show that was, like, would basically get, like, 80-year-old people to watch, like, philosophical sci-fi. So I don't know how oh, successful it actually was. That's actually pretty cool. I know, right? That's it's a pretty cool idea, but not for me to watch. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, that's great that it exists, but I'm <laughs> not interested. <laughs> There's a lot of video games from like late 2000s, early 2010s where they were trying to like make you realize that like the way that like for example, uh MMOs or social games or these other games that like that like try and try and get you to buy microtransactions. Right. Yeah. The way that these games are designed uh, hurt the game, and they hurt you, and they try to do that by showing you, like giving you a shitty game, really, and pointing out. Or did how... they just make a shitty game and now they're lying to you? Well, I'm pretty sure they all do. Like it's pretty explicit, is the thing. Oh, okay. So um, what games? I can't remember. There's one I played called DLC Quest. There's oh, one okay. I played yeah. called like linear rpg or or one-dimensional rpg or something Ah, like that um and uh the idea is like oh okay it's an interesting social commentary but um it's i don't want to play it like it's It's like it's like when people ironically shit post and it's just like there's no difference really other than the fact that you say you're doing it ironically right like if someone is like posting tweets with like with like racist jokes And then the only way you can know that they're doing it ironically is to go to their profile and look at other yeah, tweets. Yeah, exactly. Um, that was that was my preferred form of comedy for a long time. Oh, to man. just say racist yeah. things or homophobic. I think things. like every like like teen boy who likes yeah. comedy goes through that phase at some point. Um, I'm trying to think of movies. So I've never seen Funny Games. 
but funny games is that idea, right? Yeah, like, and and funny games is like you definitely have to like, w- like it's kind of and the problem with again the problem with funny games is like I have tons of friends who are into those those kinds of movies. Yeah, and they didn't get it at all. They were just <laughs> mad when the when the when the killers would talk to the screen. They were like, "This is boring. Get back to the killing." And it's like, okay, well. Good job, Michael Haneke. I guess you just gave them another <laughs> film to jack off to. I haven't. I didn't know that they talked to the screen. I yeah, didn't they know do, and they were, they actually like. There's a whole part where the kid gets a shotgun and shoots one of them, and then the the other guy picks up the TV remote and rewinds the movie. Oh, that's and, interesting. Uh, and then and that's when he talks to the screen and he's like, "Oh, this is what you wanted, isn't yeah. it?" And uh, yeah, no, I have, I have, I I know friends who are like really into those kinds of movies and like. They're okay people. They're just like have terrible taste in movies. <laughs> and like it was literally just like every time that guy came, I watched it with them and I was like, this is not good. Like, you, like you're totally missing the point of the movie. They're like, what do you mean? It's a great, it's a great slasher movie. In the end, they kill the whole family. And I was like, yeah, you don't, you didn't, you, were you listening to the parts where they talked to the screen? And they were like, no, that was boring. Like, okay. Well, okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, I, I'm, so I guess it, back to person of interest. Yeah. Which we veered off a, a, a bit because person of interest we is away not. Off yeah, it's like making something that's um, that has an like a, an interesting idea, but watering it down and making it as vague and as sort of like as, essentially trying to make it like like make like normal as, people who just want to watch TV while they're folding laundry yeah. or like like before they go to bed and want to just see like the bad guy get caught yeah by superhero police so they're it's taking... trying to make them like think about things yeah. and it's just i don't i don't think it worked i think like what they ended up getting was like a bunch of weird nerds who were hate who hate procedurals yeah. trying to convince everyone how great the show was and just it was like <laughs> oh it's another one of those weird nerd shows and right. that's what happened to it cuz i think it only had like 3 seasons in the end so Three seasons of American hour-long drama is like 66 episodes-ish. If we did one episode of the podcast on each of those yeah, episodes. exactly. One episode on every movie that Nolan, one of the Nolans is involved in in some way. Yeah, well, we can include 20. Westworld because that's what Jonathan Nolan's doing now. Okay. So that well, that's a lot of episodes. So we have like 100 episodes of this. Um, one of my issues is that I'm not like a crazy big Nolan guy. I love Interstellar, one of the best movies ever made. After that, <laughs> yeah, no, I just I can't I Inc- can't agree with you on this. Inception and The Prestige are, are are both very very good. Oh, The Prestige is the best Nolan movie ever made. Period. There's nothing wrong with that movie. There's zero wrong with that movie. Tell me one thing that's wrong with that movie, Eric. I can't think of anything that's exactly. wrong. It's just exactly. That, uh, Let's change your list right now. Not long so enough. So the prestige is better than Interstellar. It's not 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 long enough. Uh, not I disagree. It's the perfect enough. amount of time. Not enough going into outer space. It has David Bowie as Nikola Tesla. All right, I'll give you. I'll give you that it doesn't have going into outer space. Yeah, I will give you that. That is the main thing. Okay, um, I, I get that. So he's got three great movies. Yeah, and then I guess I think probably the Dark Knight out maybe is is over above above average good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Dunkirk two is not bad. Yeah, but yeah, I mean I can't I can't tell the difference between the three main characters in that movie at all. That's like, I mean that's all a the soldiers huge on the thing. beach yeah. look the same. Um, which I maybe he did it on purpose. I don't know. I think yeah, that's another thing. It's like oh, I made my movie bad on purpose. Yeah, like like the Bane thing in like The Dark Knight Rises. It's like oh, I did it so the audience would pay attention more. It's like no, <laughs> you just um, 
It's also, uh, I read that that's why Ridley Scott, when he made Black Hawk Down, he made, um, he made all the all the actors look the same like they wear obviously because they're because they're soldiers they look right, the same right, thing yeah. but he also like um casted them to look the same and like shaved all their heads and stuff oh, so it's really? like so it's hard to it's hard to understand what's going on in the movie if you don't pay attention enough oh okay um but he did it to make a point like to make like a point about american but military what and stuff what point like, um, well, it's, yeah, I mean, it's just like, like that, I, that, that American military people are all the same. Well, it's just that, like, I think it's probably like, um, uh, we're just, uh, fighting this imperialist war and, and, uh, we're, the, the, the military doesn't see you as individuals. You're just, they like, just tools. see, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. But see, it's I haven't like, seen Black Hawk Down. So. I also haven't seen, it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like intentionally hampering your own, intentionally handicapping your own movie. Yeah. Because like. Yeah, to make <laughs> a you're point. You're not gonna make that movie. Is it is it worth making the point? To well, make I mean, I think movie? when you're Ridley Scott and you have enough money to do whatever you want, then yeah, yeah, you can do that, <laughs> and then and people will still hire you. After. Isn't that like like he's made like a hundred movies or something too? Like, at least. So yeah. at Plus, some point, he's he... an executive producer on The Good Wife and The Good Fight, which are I don't know what shows. The Good Fight is. Oh, it's the it's the spinoff of The Good Wife where it's just Diane from The Good Wife. Which and one is Diane? Have, she's the uh, Christine Baranski. The, the, like, the, the main, the, one of the main lawyers in the firm. Okay. That, that is, like, uh, Juliana Margulies's boss. Okay, her yeah. boss. Okay. Yeah, her, the, the blonde female boss. Okay. It's her and then Kush Jumbo, who plays, like, Luca Quinn, who comes in in later seasons of The Good Wife. Okay. And then Rose Leslie from Game of Thrones is, like, the new character. Oh, so the better know. wife. Yeah, the better wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except she's not married and she's gay. So she's not a better wife. She's not a wife at all, but that's why it's called the good fight. The the good, I guess it's the good fight. Yeah, because yeah. she's a fighter. Yeah, they're all fighters. I don't like they're... that. I don't like that show either. You don't like that show? No. You don't like the good. Okay. Well, I don't like the good fight. A show that I've never seen. I think I, I, I think we've gone now. off topic completely here. Let's let's vote. I'm gonna vote against yours. I'm gonna vote for mine. Okay. Well, um, I'm gonna vote that Interstellar is is not a good Christopher Nolan movie. Um, okay, I just I need that I need that on the record. <laughs> so we have one vote for uh, uh, Joe saying that one vote for Interstellar is a bad movie. No, it's the worst Christopher Nolan movie. One vote for Christopher Nolan's worst movie was Interstellar. Yes, that's that. I'm fine with that. That that can go on the record. And one vote for my podcast because I'm not crazy about Jonathan or Christopher Nolan, other than Interstellar. Okay, I would have fun on one episode of that podcast. I would have fun on five episodes. Okay. Well, I mean. So it's a tie. So we didn't didn't vote for either. We didn't vote. So Mm. I guess we're going to come back tomorrow, do another podcast pitch. Yeah. So uh, why don't you check out Joe's. Now, now you you probably heard about Joe's opinions on adventure films that Christopher Nolan has made. What about an adventure comic that he writes? Yes. Would you like to have an opinion on that? If you do. Go to blueskiescomic.com and check out my adventure webcomic. Um, and then you could also follow us on Twitter at PodcastVS. You can follow Joe at Animistic Engine. Yes. I uh, won't spell it, but you can. You all can figure it. There's three eyes in it. There's at least three eyes. And thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye.